To the All Things Them Podcast. Podcast. Welcome to the All Things Them Podcast, a radio program that is designed to educate, inform, and impact teenagers, their parents, and their teachers in every way. My name is Akitunde Ido. Listen, I'm so glad that you're here, and always so glad that you're here. On this podcast, we will talk about hot button topics that are important to you hopefully and they should be important to you we also bring engaging guests with compelling stories which will challenge you encourage you inform you and the people in your life in a tremendous way this is a great show and we're going to have a great time in that case let's get party started In November 2021, according to the father of Sylvester Romani Jr., the parents of Sylvester Jr. were contacted by the school nurse of the sick bay in Dowen College. And according to his story, among stress, their son was ill. The story the school put out is that the young man was injured in a game of football. From the video evidence, uh, not even a game of rugby should deliver such devastating damage to the young body of Sylvester. I watched the video as this young man could not stand straight. His gums were red, perhaps with blood. His lips were peeling. It appeared that there was either organic or chemical damage around his lips. This was beyond trauma. While the teeth could have been damaged or the gums by trauma, or perhaps by some chemical, the lips obviously had some chemical damage or organic damage on them. He couldn't stand up straight. He couldn't work straight. He was gasping. For those who had some medical background, it would appear that his internal organs were under pressure. Perhaps he was bleeding internally. This is what someone with medical training observing him should have been able to observe from the video evidence that we saw. Even the difficulty in breathing show that there was some pressure. There was some internal pressure. I would not want to say on his lungs going on at this time. Shortly before he died, his father claims Sylvester mentioned the names of five boys who he said entered his room at night or started beating him with belts and he landed on the floor. I don't know if he was thrown off his bed or he landed on the floor, which would make sense because he wasn't working straight. proceeded to kick him in his torso according to the father and what he says Sylvester said and then gave him a chemical to drink that would corroborate the incredible pain this young man was going through ah it was gruesome watching the video and I had to post it heartbreaking for a mother it was terrible the pain he was going through and according to his father on his deathbed Sylvester named five young men as having done this to him later some alleged screenshot went around in which a young man is chatting with somebody called Tamara and he names a sixth person. Some claim that two of the young men have been flown out of the country. Can there be justice for Sylvester? Don't go anywhere. I'll be back right after these messages. Voice of Change is 
sponsored by EB Consulting and Awesome Treasures Foundation Partners. Subscribe to Voice of Change Podcast today and don't miss a single episode. Welcome back to Voice of Change. I'm your host, Ola Jumoke Adenowo, and you can reach me on Instagram at Jumoke Adenowo. We are speaking today of the failure of leadership that led to the death of an 11-plus-year-old boy who would have turned 12 two days ago. First and foremost, I find it appalling that the school would say that a young man in that condition was injured in the game of football. But be that as it may, if he was injured in the game of football and he was bent over the way he was when he was in school, then the x-ray of the leg that was purportedly done would not have been the only line of action the school should have taken. His torso should have been x-rayed because he wasn't even standing straight. He was complaining of pain in all those regions and his mouth had obviously suffered some kind of damage, some kind of trauma or the other. Therefore, at the minimum, that also should have been looked into. This young man was so scared of his bullies that he kept up the narrative of the fact that he had been injured in a football game. It shows the amount of psychological trauma he had already gone through. And then perhaps he knew death was near. Ah, the thought of the fact that someone under 12 knew death was near is gut-wrenching. But then he made what is called in law a dying declaration and named five boys as having attacked him. A dying declaration is a type of hearsay. Normally, hearsay is not admissible in court, but a dying declaration is on a totally different level. It is admissible in court as evidence. Therefore, if the protectors of justice and equity are wondering how to proceed, there's a dying declaration. It's something to work on, at least to bring charges against those accused. Some may wonder, but two of the young men have been flown out of the country. We need to find out what countries they were flown to. Are there extradition treaties between these countries and Nigeria? Very likely there are. It is troubling that in the statement put out by the school, the torn would look more like trying to save the reputation of the school than getting to the bottom of the matter, which one would believe is what should be top of mind for the school. That the young man is in distress too, has now died. Beyond the way the school is perceived, what should matter? is that an unfortunate tragedy has happened. I am sure public opinion will not be so harsh against the school if only the school is seen to be aiding the cause of truth and justice rather than, in many people's opinion, covering up. It is this cover-up that can make the school culpable of being accessories to the crime. An accessory in criminal law is a person who becomes equally guilty in the crime of another by knowingly and voluntarily aiding the criminal before or after the crime. If justice is not brought to bear, we may be dealing with sociopaths and psychopaths. What it takes to take another living being, a creature of any sort, through what young Sylvester was taking through. Talk less of a human being is extreme cruelty. It shows a maladjustment of some sort that should be addressed. 
if those who are actually involved, whoever they are, are actually to become value-added members of society and not a menace. It's a huge thing. Even as a parent of such perpetrators, you should be worried. The focus should not be on how your child should get away. It is how your child should get help. Help at every level. What? By being made to answer for that which he or she has done and then getting help to correct this antisocial criminal behavior before they become a danger to your family and to the rest of society. Suspects do not just escalate from innocent behavior to what is at the very least manslaughter because all that has to be proven now to make the charge of murder is an intent to kill. And you wonder what then we would call giving a young boy a chemical substance to drink beyond an intent to kill or an intent to harm, a harm that could lead to death at the end of the day. However, a culture must have existed that emboldened such suspects to take such actions. This is where the institution must look inward. What kind of culture existed? How did such a culture thrive till the suspects, whoever they may be, felt they could get away with such a heinous crime. How come the other young boys in the room with Sylvester Jr. felt that they would not have protection if they told the truth to the point that they kept quiet enough? How come a young boy going through the pains of death felt he would not have protection from leadership and the institution if he spoke the truth. How did the trust of young people get so breached that they failed to have confidence in those who should protect them? I will leave you with this word as you ponder. Should you speak up? Should you also say what happened to you? Even if it's not the same thing that happened to this young man, I will leave you with this words. All that is necessary for evil to thrive is for good men to keep silent. Good morning, um, listeners of the All Things Then podcast. Um, you've listened to Mrs. Jumoke Adenowo's um, summary of the Sylvester Romanis case, and um, it's quite important because it really helps us to understand, you know, to a large extent, um, the details of what happened how we can really help um, our own young people in these times you know to prevent such tragedy from happening again um there are certain lessons that we can actually you know pick out from the um oral money case so for example one of the issues that were raised is the issue of bullying and bullying is is quite um um, a serious issue in our society today whether you are an african or whether you're an american you know it's almost in every society um, based on how the society um, has evolved you know certain um, vices have, have also found a way to to creep into the society and bullying is is one of those um, major issues and this is not just limited to to um, school alone, bullying from friends, you know, you have social media bullying where somebody would threaten you, you know, um, you have um, bullies at work, you have, you know, quite a number of issues there, right? So, 
um w- one of the things that i would like to say is that you know let's first understand the context of bullying um yeah i wrote that um, bullying is intentional tormenting in physical verbal or psychological ways um it could range from name calling um threats a starting of money and possessions you know eating the person um social media or electronic bullying and this really takes me back to my um secondary school days where um i recall one of um about two of my classmates um bullied me and, and told me that if i don't steal from my parents to come give them the the proceeds of what i've stolen that they would they would either kill me or they are going to deal with me severely such that my parents will not recognize me i attended um, um a military school um that was commanded secondary school and um that was at ikeja and you know these guys were um children of of um of soldiers and so they they were very confident they they were also very huge i was really small um back in my secondary school i was like the second smallest person on the assembly line right but these guys are huge you know very huge huge physique huge body body shapes and all that and you know he said they are going to kill me i was very scared and you know i i, I yielded to the threats because now they were monitoring me sometimes i wouldn't even be able to if i'm not able to um get what they want for them that day they i wouldn't be able to go to class i would either be hiding in the sick bay you know faking um sickness or i would just maybe look for um somewhere to go maybe hide in a corridor or look for another class that i can join and all those things like that but these guys are like they really tormented it was a whole lot of psychological pressure for me then and i couldn't mention it at home at that time because at that material time i wasn't exactly very sure if my parents were um going to be receptive of of such like there there was not such relationship that would encourage open sharing and transparency and that's one key issue that i think um parents you know should learn from um this issue which is that um it's very good to encourage openness to encourage transparency to encourage conversations in the house you know dialogue with your children dialogue with your teenagers you know understand what they are going through ask questions hey what's up you know this is i've seen families where their children can really um tell tell their parents you know be, be their mother or their father you know what is going on if a guy hacks them out in school they come back home and say hey, that you know so 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 person you know asked me out you know to date him and they will tell the parents and the parents handle it well right uh, uh sometimes it might be that oh, so 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 person bullied them or, or collected money from them they tell them everything and that's because the culture in that house has really encouraged openness and transparency or open dialogue whereas there are other families where you know you have um children being really scared of opening up to their parents because one um when they 
you know report these issues to their parents their parents might just try to like blame them for you know being naive or being um um not brave enough or not confident enough which you know it's not encouraging because by uh, portraying the situation that way you you encourage the child or the teenager to actually keep quiet so next time when there's an issue you know instead of telling you they will just presume that this is going to be your feedback that oh if i should say that oh um you know somebody asked me to steal money and i don't want to do it you know and i don't know what to do because they are threatening me they might say that you know i've started moving with a bad gang or um i'm not brave enough why can't i you know deal with the person and stuff like that so it's really very crucial you know that we actually encourage you know dialogue and another point i i really see right is is that um one of the one of the um challenges that young people teenagers you know kids really face in um, this generation and it's been like that you know over the generations it's also a, the challenge of having a healthy self-worth or healthy self-esteem right and sometimes it might just be um, based on um, the the repetitions that has happened you know in, in their childhood for example i recall you know and I've, i think i've told this story before on this podcast um, when I was growing up, you know, my my elders, uh, my aunties, right, they would tell me, you know, out of my mom's children, I was the ugly one, right? And it was really, it was damaging to my esteem, such that when I got to the university and, you know, people started appreciating my looks or um, the way I, I appear, the way I dress, I couldn't believe them when they say it, you know, I would just be like, hey, don't whine me, you know, don't don't i understand that you're trying to wind me because you know someone somewhere back in in my childhood days i've really damaged that esteem by speaking you know negative words by speaking you know um um inferiority into me telling me that i'm not good enough i I, you know i don't look great you know um you know and these things you know they they don't they don't exactly have immediate effect right on on the spot when you see them but when you know a person starts receiving information like that and they meditate on it over time you know they they constantly get to a point where they become really low in their esteem their sense of what becomes um, um really 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 low so it's very important that we learn the attitude of not contributing to making people f- feel inferior there are so many issues people are going through today you know that a simple word of encouragement will go a long way in encouraging, in empowering people, in helping people to realize that they are doing well or that you know they 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 can be better, right? Instead of criticizing, instead of judging, instead of you know just giving a negative comment that can force somebody into depression or affect their mental health right and i know a lot of us have been guilty of this myself inclusive but i'm trying to be intentional about this now and i want every one of us to to take that into cognizance be, be that you are a teenager don't don't um don't contribute to uh, making your friend 
um, um, inferior. Don't contribute to making your colleague, you know, in class, in church, you know, making them feel inferior. Rather, speak words of encouragement. You see somebody whose appearance doesn't agree with your own definition of, you know, somebody who is beautiful. You don't have to say anything. Just keep quiet. Right? And if you still want to say something, you should compliment them. Say something that is encouraging. Oh, you look great today. Right? Instead of saying that, how are you looking this way? You just look so, um, you know, you look so unkept. You look so, um, you don't even look beautiful. That affects their sense of esteem. Right, so and this is also in a way, uh, right, bullying because it, it affects their their sense of what, right. So then I, I I think another point that we should take cognizance of is that parents, especially and teachers, and this has really been emphasized by uh, Mrs. Jumoke Adenowo right earlier when she was explaining the issue. Parents should actually, um, when they see that a child really needs help. They shouldn't, in the name of trying to protect the child, you know, help the child avoid the consequence of his actions. For example, you know, some of these kids were responsible for Sylvester's death. And I even heard that, you know, some of them were flown abroad, right, because their parents don't want them to face um, the consequences of the law and all those things like that. These children obviously need help. They need, you know, some mental examination, some psychological evaluation, such that, like, the 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 person who is uh, evaluating them can really see, okay, this is this person's problem. Is it that they they suffered some abuse growing up, or many other things like that? So they don't, that's how the issue can be dealt with. But when you shield these young people from the consequence because you don't want them to suffer or because you just want to protect them you are doing more damage and this is what has really given rise to you know sociopaths in our society today you will hear of several cases that okay people were raped i mean i think earlier this year or maybe late last year there were a lot of cases of rape in nigeria where young people universities on uh, undergraduates and you know even elderly people were raped right this is a culture that's even particularly common in india so you say that you know a lot of these issues if you keep quiet if you're not talking about them if you're not um if if you don't report you know you you encourage these people you empower them to you know continue doing what they are doing because they might just feel that okay they have some protection but when we allow them to suffer the consequence that okay this thing you did it's wrong if your child steals let them be punished if your child you know hurts another person punish them right let them realize that you know what the actions they've taken shouldn't be encouraged so and i think these are very crucial issues lastly i would just like to say that you know um dealing with bullying or dealing with you know issues at the right time it really is very key you know of for a sense of safety in our society for a sense of safety for kids and it also really brings some self-worth you know to to young people and and everybody right so i just we we can keep our, um this dialogue open you know you can you can place a comment in in the comment section right let's you know encourage you know dialogues like this i, I want to know 
your own perspectives about this issue right so that we can learn and 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 relearn and unlearn you know wrong um our mindsets that we we already have entrenched in our in our values so thank you for listening to today's podcast uh, please don't forget to like uh, um share and, and and comment right whatever you've learned or how we can get better thank you so much do have a great weekend bye that was a great session thank you for listening if this has impacted you in any way i'm asking you to do a couple of things the first thing is that you subscribe subscribe to this podcast so you can receive notifications when new episodes come up every weekend gather your friends your family and be a part of this ministry you can subscribe on google podcasts anchor podbean radio public pocket cast spotify breaker and any other platform the second thing i will ask you to do is to share share this with your friends with your parents your teachers students and people around you who may find this helpful this just might be the answer to their prayers the third thing is that you leave your comments in the comment section as this provides us with feedbacks on how helpful this program has been to you if you have any questions topics you would like us to address or guests you would like us to bring please send an email to allthingsthingpodcast at gmail.com and we will be sure to get back to you i want you to know that we love you and the best days are ahead of you see you next week